With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining me on my podcast today. It is Monday, August the 16th, and I'm so glad to be with you today on the podcast for the little bit of Monday we have left here on the East Coast. So before we begin this podcast today, let's start with prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just want to thank you for being a very present help in the time of trouble. I want to thank you for all the ways that you've made for me and for just being so good to me and my family in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you will just make my tongue the pen of a ready writer and that you will speak to the hearts of the people, that they will be a willing recipient of your word. And it's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, saints, give yourselves a hand clap. You made an investment today in yourself. A gathering with two or more gatherings in the midst, and that investment will always pay in dividends. All right, saints. So today is Monday, and that is a day of discussion. So our discussion topic uh, remains the same, manifesting 2.0. Rising above the influencers. So, saints, you know, <laughs> I was listening to a prophetess um, before the podcast today. And you may notice that the podcast is considerably later, but she was speaking on witchcraft. And, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm all, I'm all about that usually on the podcast, but it was, it was good in a lot of ways because. I think I need to reiterate some things. Um, I'm not going to really go into a lot of teaching on witchcraft. Um, I do believe eventually that will happen, but um, I don't think it's going to happen in this particular series, but we don't know because witchcraft is in all forms, whether it's in the spirit, whether it's in the physical, whether it's in the psychological, however it is, it's, it's definitely an influencer that you want to rise above. But my reason for covering um, witchcraft tonight is because I was listening to her and it was it was wonderful what she was saying. But so often I think that we um, were kind of in, a, I guess you could say, a, maybe even a shock denial kind of thing. 
Um, and my psychologist brothers and sisters could probably better um, term out what I'm going to say. But, you know, there's a place you can get to where the uh, a behavior can so shock you that you kind of go into a denial. And I think as we round up towards the end times, people are in denial about the role that witchcraft plays in the end times, um, end times scheme. You know, we've been taught to look for the Antichrist, but no, it's, it's a big misconception that, um, it's just going to be a Satanist thing, Luciferian thing, and witchcraft is going to kind of be pushed to the side. That's, that's untrue. What we have here is we have a, <clears throat> a spirit they call Jezebel. And the Bible mentioned that this particular spirit would be teaching the saints to sacrifice and, and to eat those things that are sacrificed to idols. Now, you know, I'm going to say some things that are a little bit uh, maybe controversial. So I'm asking for you to check me in the scriptures and to just just kind of open your heart to, to what I'm saying. We read, we have been taught and, and it, you know, with good spirits, that the Jezebel spirit is a church spirit. It is not. The Jezebel spirit is a political spirit. You don't find, you, when you find Jezebel in the church, it is because the church is technically a higher governmental authority than even those in the world. Because remember, all authority runs back to Christ on whose shoulders all governments sit. So the interest that Jezebel has in the men and women of God is that of power. So what will draw a woman or a man who is possessed by Jezebel, which is the spirit of a high witch, it's a, it's a witchcraft spirit, um, nature. What attracts that particular spirit is power. So it's not when you see a, a proliferation of Jezebel in the church, you're not seeing Jezebel in the church because it's a church spirit. You're seeing Jezebel in the church because it's power. That, so the reason why I need to make that distinction is because when we read the book of Revelation, what so often has happened is that number one, we forget that the Bible uses female and male terms to describe spirits, but they don't have sex. This is a spirit that will be teaching people to eat things that have been sacrificed to idols. And, and this is a spirit that will have, have been warned. And after being warned, it will be cast on a sickbed. So this is an institution of power. Now, as I've told you before about Jezebel, Jezebel is very political. So you saw in the Bible other people operating under the spirit of Jezebel, like Haman, who um, was a Jezebelic person. You saw Elimus the sorcerer. These are people who position themselves next to power in an attempt to circumvent or commandeer that power and use it to 
um, you know, so it's not necessarily even an end. They just, that spirit is just very power hungry. If you could imagine, you know, the prophetic people will know what I'm talking about. In the spirit, it's almost like a black hole for hunger of power. Whereas the spirit of religion has blood, it's bloody, it's a bloody spirit, it, it, it de- demands blood. The Jezebel spirit is almost like a dry black hole that's just longing for power all the time. And it does sometimes take the appearance of a, of a woman and a witch, but it doesn't always have to appear that way because it's a spirit. So the reason why I'm going into this and we're bringing this out now when we're discussing rising above the influencers is to understand how deeply rooted in witchcraft our world has become. This thing that they call globalism was already predicted. And as they push and press towards this goal and this end, understand that the the work of Jezebel is not the work in the church it is the work to commandeer the church it is the work to commandeer the world Jezebel has a strange dynamic with power in that Jezebel wants the power but Jezebel is perfectly okay with positioning itself next to the power source and using theirs Jezebel works really well with antichrist spirits for this very reason So what we're finding is, and this is why you'll hear me say things about um, certain saints that I believe will be the two that are coming back. We had the 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 ones who you know the the saints who the prophets who contended with the spirit of the antichrist, like Moses, like Jesus, and we have we have those who contended with the spirits of Jezebel, like John the Baptist with Heroditus and Heroditus and. Elijah. So what we have is a twofold cord of wickedness that is going to wrap around us in the end times. And the 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 thing that will um, we don't want to happen to the body of Christ is we don't want you to be shocked to know that this thing is so deeply rooted, meaning that they there's so much witchcraft already. They have already infiltrated every church. They've already infiltrated all of the businesses. So now we, as usual, the church is behind it because what happened in a lot of, of continents like, you know, Africa, places like that, that, you know, a lot of, I hate to say it, but some of the Western nations arrogantly feel like we're the deliverers of is that they went the route of witchcraft. So a lot of what is new here, they've been there and done that. And that is why they, they're struggling with poverty. And this is why, because these things are rooted. Now, don't get me wrong. When the Pope came online, came on television and admonished the Africa, African um, nation to stop doing witchcraft, It was because it's proliferated there, but it's no worse there than it is in the United States and other places. And we need to understand that because 
when you understand that witchcraft is not just a witch that's dressed like the, the, the witch in the Wizard of Oz, is not just someone sitting with long black fingernails over a cauldron or pot, it's not even just blood drinkers. Witchcraft goes all the way, it's, it's, on, it's a multidimensional spirit that existed before we did as a race. You know, so it is something that was in, that was brought to us by fallen angels, which means that it, at some point they were taught to do this by Satan. So at some level, witchcraft was existing with the with the fallen angels. And that's very important because we need to understand that you're not dealing with with. You, when you're dealing with witchcraft, you are dealing with something that has very deep roots. No, I'm not trying to make you afraid of witchcraft, not by any means. I am trying to make you aware. And you'll hear me say things all the time. And the reason why I do it is because I've made so many things. I've done so many things myself. And so, you know, things like, for example, it's not abnormal to have a potluck at work. You know, I know I've been, I was the same person, I would eat, I would eat potlucks, I would go to sleep in public places, I was tired, I might take a nap. I mean, there were all kinds of things I would do back then that I shudder to think about now. Well, the, the Lord kept me now, saints, he kept me. But wisdom is profitable to direct and in these end times, I'm not, you, you have to, you don't need to be hyper vigilant, but you do need to be sober, watchful. That means that you need to be watchful. And I, I'm not going to go into the soapbox about all this that I've normally done, but just be watchful about what you do. Understand that the tentacles of these things does not begin and end with a religion. That religion is new on the scene. Witchcraft in and of itself has been around for a long time. And there are people who practice witchcraft, black witchcraft, and they go to church every Sunday and they don't think anything's wrong with it. There are people who are preachers and they and they're preachers and they practice glory exchange. That's why you heard me say the other a uh, couple days ago that there are churches that satanic ritual abuse victims dare not set their feet into because they're not safe. You know, the, the, these people have lists. They do assignments. They do things. And no, I'm not. Listen, I'm not trying to glorify this stuff. The only reason why I'm bringing this up is because we're learning to rise above the influencers. And sometimes that means that you have to know your enemy and you also have to know, no, you don't. I do not advise you to go and study witchcraft. Please do me one favor. And if you have any books or shows or movies that are teaching you about witchcraft and they're going into things that they shouldn't do, trash it. If you're watching uh, YouTube videos and they've got that creepy um, uh, music, you know, you know the creepy music, that creepy uh, opera music that they play and then they're, they're showing people doing hand signals and then the music slows. It's invoking fear. 
So then when you turn the music off, the spirit of the is an antichrist spirit that enters in. And it brings all manner of trouble. Cease and desist immediately from watching these things. Turn them off because it, I, I promise you, you, you need deliverance after watching it. It's not going to get any better if you continue. You, you probably should now go and devote some time to casting out devils and doing house cleaning. Because these now the demons have now entered in. Cease and desist from that thing. Those things that you're studying in, in the free, the Freemasons and all the secret societies and you're reading all their books. Now, I do recommend some of the books about overcoming those uh, vows and the prayers. I definitely under, I definitely recommend those books because it's taking it from a biblical perspective. But I do not recommend that you study them for the purpose of studying them because the Bible is very clear that if you... If you go and you immerse yourself in darkness, eventually it begins to put to input darkness. So you don't you don't want to get too deep into that. That notwithstanding, you do need to be aware of the works of witchcraft, even in your environment. Understand that we're no longer at a place where there's one witchcraft per one witch per city, one witch per county. No, no, there's one witch per there's several witches per neighborhood. They if they have their way, they want one witch in every house. There's at least one group of witches in every church because you have to understand. Now, 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 just use logic, okay? I'm going to ask you to look at this from a Christian perspective, and don't don't go all um, conspiracy with me. Let's be logical because this is how they get us. They get us in a place of emotion, and we need to look at these things as as good, sound Christian, biblical people. And the Bible is very clear that we don't want to be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever, right? All of Satan's kingdom, he found it on an aberrated view of the word. So you have to understand that they have the same motto. So if they, if, if you have a, a witch and she's a manager in a store, they don't want to be yoked together with an, um, with an unbeliever in their religion either unless they're getting something from them or they're attacking them. They want to be yoked together with other people because they're more powerful. So if, if you work in a store and you're a manager and you're a witch and you're doing interviews, who are you going to hire? Think about this thing, saints. You're in the church and you're a witch. You're going to try to get other people to come into the church so that you can have a higher level of influence over the people in that church. If you're on a, you know, this, this is just the thing. You're a business owner. Your employees, you want to have that to subscribe to your same mentality or even be under you or, or with you there in witchcraft because you can gain strength. You can attack. You can work multiple level attacks. I mean, if, if you're if you're thinking about it, if you're think, really, really being honest, as Christians, we should want the same thing. I know as a business owner, I would want people who... I know I want you to work when you're supposed to be working, but at the same time, I want you to pray because I'd rather have your angels in the place, even if they're in the place just watching over you, than you to bring demons in the place attacking everybody. I want the blessings of Abraham on the business, and if the blessing of Abraham is following you like it followed Jacob, remember Laban? 
<laughs> and I'm far from Laban. So, you know, if you're being blessed because you're a child of God, I'm all for that. I, I, that I'm, a, I'm definitely about that. I want that over my business. I want God's mercy over my business. I don't want um, someone that has an, you know, an aberrated view of, of the world or they've subscribed to something that I am diametrically opposed to and they're bringing spirits to continue to be in my business. Because as a full gospel Pentecostal uh, tongue-talking member of God, I don't want to have to war with your demons every time I come to my business. I know that if you are a full-fledged witch, you could come in my business and you may have, a, you may do something. So I don't, you know, I have to go to my deity and I ask him to let me hire people who would be beneficial for my business and that would suit what I want to do and give me a stronger footing spiritually over the area that I want to assume. They do the same thing. So. We, you know, we, it is deeply rooted and they've been quietly doing this for a long time. This is why in our modern times and with globalism and things like this, the modern saint needs to really consider how much of, of the world do you really want to stay connected to? There, there, there is not, it's not a matter where having kingdom businesses is optional anymore. You're going to have to have a kingdom business because a lot of these people who have businesses, they have their business courtesy of other things. And so you, you, if you have a kingdom business, you, and you're doing this, you're going to have to have people in your business who subscribe to what you subscribe to. It's deep. You know, there, it's just, it's very deep and it's infiltrated the entire society. So we understand that this is the way things are. So our decision making needs to be top notch. We need to soberly look at our environment. We need to soberly look at our decision making. We need to soberly consider how many tithes. I put this in my book. I think it was um, Finding the Missing Coin that, you know, we need a job. True enough. But we need to pray about a job even when we need a job. Because do you really want to work or live or or, or, or have a, a, you know, work for someone whose views are diametrically opposed to yours? Do you think that their demons aren't going to attach to you when you submit to them? You know, Do you really want to have spiritual warfare every time? You know, where we live, you know, sometimes our desperation, we do things. We don't think. And you don't think that maybe the, the person that you're renting from or you're buying from or you're purchasing from may be the kind of person that has a diametrically opposed uh, viewpoint and they may pray what they believe in over what you do. Now you have a battle and you don't know why you're battling. 
surprised that from the moment you moved in that house, all hell broke loose. Now your marriage is on the rocks. Now this is going crazy, and sickness has come over your family. And because there was, you didn't, you didn't have enough understanding to know that you needed to go in the spirit realm and spiritually discern. Discern. The Bible said discernment means to judge well. The spirit of what you are buying from and ask the Lord to okay and to baptize in the blood of Jesus what you decide to buy so that you can you can already have if it is if the people who you're buying it from or renting it from or are working with are dragons you at least have the power to combat and cut the influence of whatever demon has attached itself to them due to their activities these are the things that you do to rise above the influencers. So, you know, we it's another week of being watchful because I, I feel like as time goes on, what we're going to see is these things are going to come out of the closet. And you're not, it's not going to come out of the closet like it did even in other countries. You know, in some countries over here, it's unheard of to really take a hard stand against witchcraft. In other countries, they don't, they even in all arenas because they've seen where it leads. And I believe it's going to get to a place here even where it's not going to be, they don't need to work and infiltrate anymore. It's going to be, yes, I'm a witch. And if you kick me out of the church, I'm going to go sue you. You know, we already had this thing where people of the same sex were suing people for not marrying them. As if they, you can find people to marry you anywhere. But they were suing people for not, no, it wasn't for not marrying them. Yeah, it was for not marrying them. And it was for not making a cake. And it's going to be a place where there, there's a requirement. Because instead of it being the organized system that it was in other places, it is now taking an institutional um workings here to where it has built up systems that support it in all levels and walks to where they went you know and I, you'll hear me talk about this often you know some of the deliverance ministries if, if they want to do it and you rebel against their witchcraft a lot of times they've got other ways where they can oppress a person using the institutions of, of this place remember what I just told you you know, all you have to do is get a job in a hospital. You get a job in a doctor's office. You get a job at a restaurant. Witches work. They put your name on the witchcraft roll that week. Your name goes up and you go to the fast food restaurant that, you know, the witch works in. And your name is on the list. You know, and she's the one that's preparing your food. And you say, well, she can't do anything. The FDA the FDA isn't guaranteed to be there. She may work with all people who subscribe to what she subscribes to. Then who's going to judge? Who's going to tell what she did? Furthermore, if, even if they don't, who and she shoots something out into your food spiritually, no one's going to see that. They won't know. And if you're the type who drives up to the drive-thru window, you're halfway done with your fries before you pull off from the drive the window good because you don't you can barely pray over your food before you jam the food in your mouth. Know that that these are the things that the devil looks for and they were put there for a reason. 
uh, you know, there's so much further I could go with this, but we're out of time. So, Saints, I'll be back on Wednesday for half prayer and half discussion. Until then, Saints. <laughs>